Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. So let's get started. And remember, it's not my fault. When I was a young man, and I mean young, like not even in school yet, young. I guess I'm not a man, I guess I'm still a boy, still a kid, right? I have a really fond memory of my father's vehicle. And, you know, it's a crazy thing. I he, He's had this thing... Well, I don't know, he probably had it 10 years, 15 years, I don't know. He's always had it. And right before I turned 16, he sold it. But it was, what it was, was a 1941 Willys Jeep. Now, this was like kind of a military surplus. It wasn't kind of, it was a military surplus Jeep. Uh, bare bones. I mean, it was bare bones. It was a service utility vehicle in the armed forces. Had a four-cylinder engine in it. It was four-wheel drive. That was a big deal. And when dad got it, he uh, had only a windshield, no top, no back, no doors, no nothing. A body, windshield, turn the key on and it went. So my father commissioned my grandfather, who was a carpenter, to build a wooden top for this. Yes, imagine what that looked like. It's not fancy. It's not cool. It's functional just like the jeep itself it was plywood it didn't have any doors or windows in it it just had i shouldn't say that it didn't have any window glass in the doors it had a hole there and it had a board that would slide open so the window was open or the window was closed and you couldn't see out don't ask me how my father had this vehicle inspected i'll never know but it'd go down the road, it's rattling and shaking and chunking, you know. And anyways, I love this thing. I absolutely love this thing because there was never a vehicle like it on the road. I never rode in a vehicle like this. And I'm a couple years old, you know, I'm five, eight years old. I'm thinking this is the best vehicle I've ever been in. I didn't even know it was a vehicle. I said a car. So I just love to ride in it. And, you know, imagine this. Oh, oh by the way, they painted the the uh, wooden top green it didn't really match but you know brush painted it with a uh, house paint and it's you get in the picture it's a unique vehicle to say the least okay well it's a cold cold day and for some reason and again I was I'm talking I wasn't in kindergarten of course they didn't have kindergarten when I was that age but I was less than five years old. I was only four, three, four years old, not going to school. It was a super, super cold day. Well, this this Willys Jeep didn't have a heater in it. It was a utilitarian vehicle. It did not have a heater in it. But that didn't matter to, to me. You know, Dad, Dad is told by my mother, go to the store, buy something. I don't know. He had to go somewhere and do something, and Mom told him to do it. All right, no big deal. I was like, Dad, can we take the Jeep? Can we take the Jeep? I want to go with you. I'm a little kid imagining, screaming, hollering, kicking, jumping. Well, 
bad it's okay he's like let's get the jeep you know so he fires up the jeep it's cold you know i'm all bundled up uh, but i have sneakers on you know today's world the canvas converse sneakers are really really cool but when i was a kid if you were wearing those canvas sneakers again you call them converse you know chucks um bobos i've heard all kinds of stuff but when we were a kid we called them just canvas they were the cheapest shoe you could buy naturally i was wearing a pair low top too not high top low top yeah real cool five-year-old kid right okay so here i am you know i'm like looking like that kid from you know a christmas story he's all bundled up and his arms are sticking out straight and you know mom went overboard but i didn't have any boots on i just had these sneakers on so I get in the Jeep with Dad, and where we're going, we're going someplace down the road. I, for whatever reason, and I have to, to make you picture this. This old military Jeep had um, a gear shift like any manual transmission would have. But on the floor, between the two passenger seats, there's only front seats in this vehicle, there were two other levers. One was to put, one lever put the vehicle in four-wheel drive, or took it out of four-wheel drive, the other lever was either high range or low range because this this thing only had a four-cylinder engine in it and it was made to haul some serious stuff for that this size of vehicle so you had different gears for different things well one of the reasons i liked to ride in this willie's jeep was because i would set on the passenger seat i would be facing my father driving so my right arm if i stuck it out would hit the windshield and I would sit there and I would grab hold of these two gear shift knobs and I would clunk them around. Every once in a while, I'd you know, pop it in neutral and the Jeep would stop or whatever. You know, I, I, again, I don't really remember. I was a kid. I mean, I was a young, young boy. But that's why I like to do it. It's like, I was driving with Dad. I, we're in the Jeep. We're going down the road. Cool, right? Well, this particular day, it's really super cold. And I you know, couldn't really bend my legs too well with all those clothing layers of clothing were on me so i'm sitting on the passenger seat i'm still looking at my father and i have my back against the door which is closed and the plywood sliding window is closed so you can't see out the window is, is a piece of plywood that slides open but it was closed because it was cold out i'm sat there and okay so again this jeep i don't know if you know anything about suspension or not but um, this jeep had leaf springs on it you could probably haul you know two ton in it and if the tires would hold you could go down the road the suspension wouldn't give it was it was like riding a sled 30 miles an hour no no smooth ride in your future i don't know if it had shocks on it or not so we're bumping down a road it's a cold day and there's no snow or anything the things rattling around and you know it's it's you know i can remember I had something in my hands. And I remember the oddest thing about this Jeep, the door handles were like a little tiny square box and had a little tiny like lever on it. You twist a lever and it would open it. Like back in the day, these were the kind of latches that were on a cabinet uh, in your home. The cheapest thing you can imagine. So that everything's flopping and rattling and we're all cold, you know. This Jeep is manual steering, manual brakes standard transmission again bare bones utilitarian vehicle for the for the military 
So dad had taken his gloves off because it was kind of hard to steer this thing. When you had gloves on, it was slippy. The steering wheel was slippy, you know, and it was, uh, if you've ever driven a manual steering vehicle, you have to be on your game. He did have a suicide knob on it. The thing about that, if you don't know what a suicide knob is, look it up. It's cool. So we're sitting there, you know, and here I am. I'm looking at something in my hands. I remember, I remember this, right? All of a sudden, we hit a bump. The passenger side door opened. I mean, it just opened. Now, if you know what a suicide door is, they open, doors open opposite of what you think. The handle would be closest to the front of the vehicle, and when you open it, it would hinge around, and the door would come towards the back of the vehicle. Those are called suicide doors in today's world. Well, you know, they're cool in today's world, but back then it was just a piece of plywood. It wasn't cool. So I'm sitting here. The door pops open. I'm looking at my dad. I'm looking at something in my hands. This, now, this is what I remember. This is my memory of it. I go out the door. I mean, I fall out of the vehicle. I remember seeing my dad's hand holding on to my canvas red sneaker. Now, it's a low top. I don't know who tied it. Hopefully somebody tied it. I don't know who it did. Surely probably wasn't even me at the time. I tied it on, put a double knot. He had a hold of me, you know, of the toe of this sneaker. He had his hands wrapped around my foot, you know, with the toes at one side of his hand. And and I knew, it was like, this is bad. This is bad. So dad's still going down the road. I don't know. I don't know how fast, okay, obviously, I was a kid. But it wasn't setting still. Standard transmission. Standard brakes, manual steering. These are things that in today's world are taken for granted. My father is holding on to my shoe, me hanging outside of the Jeep. If I were to twitch too hard, kick, scream, holler, whatever, dad's probably going to lose his grip. Very cold day. His hands have to be cold. They have to be frozen. There's no heat in this Jeep. And I'm, he's gotta be. I can only imagine that he is hanging on for dear life so he doesn't drop his only son at the time. My brother wasn't born yet. You know, I didn't want to drop him because if he drops me and the vehicle's moving, these Jeeps are really short wheelbase, so I would be run over by the rear tire. So if you don't know what short wheelbase is, it's just, it's a really tiny vehicle. And if you fall down, more than likely, I would be run over by the tire. Probably kill me. All right, so you know, you know I, that's all I remember. I don't remember dad saying, don't tell mom or how he actually got me back in the car. He did not drop me. I don't remember getting back in the car. I vaguely remember after he had got me back in the Jeep, he's like, are you okay, son? You know, what's going on? Like, that's about it. Really hazy memories of it. It was a traumatic time for my father, I guarantee you. But the reason I'm, I, I remember this now as an adult is, you know, my father must have had some really fast reflexes to reach over, grab my foot, you know, the toe of a canvas sneaker. How do you see that? I mean, how do you know what to get a hold of? Only one foot, by the way. He didn't have both feet, obviously. He's still driving the vehicle. He's trying to pull off. He's got, you know, he's got to push in the clutch, leave his foot off the gas. He's got to steer the thing in with the other hand. I don't know. I, I wish I knew. I wish my father was here today for me to ask him what and how he did that. How did he get me back into this Jeep? Okay, so, you know, my dad had pretty good reflexes. 
And I didn't realize it, but, you know, he gave it to me. Or somehow, I have inherited this really quick, like, cat-like movement. Uh, especially when I was a young guy in my 20s and 30s. I mean, it was I was quick. My brother-in-law is a, was an amateur boxer. I'm not that quick, right? I mean, he could hit me three times before I put my hands up. But for an average guy... Well, just let me just let me show you here. Here's, here's a here's a story that that will kind of demonstrate my reflexes. You know, it's, it's I was a young man and we were having a, a holiday get together in my house. Okay, and at a particular time, this house was a, it was a huge house. My um, it was a vaulted ceiling. It had a huge fireplace in it, a huge brick fireplace. It had a sunken living room, and when you stood in the living room, uh, to the top of the ceiling was twenty six feet. Big place. Okay, really big place. And the living room was adjacent to our dining room, or whatever you want to call it, the place where we ate. But the place where we ate was elevated by one step off of the living room floor. So we have this big meal going on. You know, Alice has worked her tail off. Oh, I, I, I don't know what the food was or whatever. But, you know, she's really, she really worked up a, a sweat because her family was there. Now, when Alice's family shows up, Back then, it was probably only 15 or 18 people. Today's world is 35 people, okay? This just comes from a really large family. It's not all brothers and sisters, you know. It's brothers and sisters' kids and brothers and sisters' kids' girlfriends or brother and kisses kids' sisters. and It's just crazy, okay? You know, in this, in this household of, of theirs... It's nothing but loud and crazy and, you know, everybody's welcome. You're on, if you hear this crap going along the street, you come in, you have a meal with us. It doesn't matter if I don't know you. That's just the way this family operates. So if you can imagine this, we're all, they're all sitting around the table. We have a really big table and the kids are in the living room playing, right? I don't know what they're doing. And you probably wouldn't believe this, but I'm actually standing up telling the story, right? The storyteller. Wow. Um, so my back is to the kids. I don't know. There's a crop of them. I don't know how many. And, you know, I'm telling this story and I'm really into it and I'm going at it. And somehow I see this, you know, rubber ball. Right? It, was like, what a, it wasn't a Nerf ball. It was a rubber. It was a hard rubber ball, like coming down in front of my face. And it was headed for the table Whatever, whatever I did, I just instinctively reached out and grabbed the ball. So from the time I saw it coming down from the top of my head, I'm standing until it hits the table. I reached out and snatched it out of the air. Okay, that's 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 some quick reflexes. But the really amazing thing was I never stopped telling the story. I never it never broke the action of me telling the story. Okay, so somehow I think I've inherited my father's cat-like reflexes. I'm not an athlete. I'm not a, you know, a bodybuilder. I just, I'm quick, all right? Not anymore. I'm an old man now. All right, so the stage is set. I'm a young man. I don't have children. But our friends do. They have kids. They have one kid, excuse me. We go to their house and... We, you know, they have a little above ground pool and we're, you know, it's daytime, it's hot, it's summertime. We're splashing around in the pool, you know, whatever. It's, you know, watching the kid, Bob, you know, he had a, you know, I'm not, not rude or anything, but, you know, he had a, like a, 
you know, life jacket on, but you throw him in, you watch him bob like a bobber. It was fun. Just couldn't let him get upside down where his feet were above his head. I don't think he could have anyways, but, you know, it was fun, right? I didn't have kids. I didn't know how all this stuff was. But we were swimming, and after we were done swimming, um, they built a campfire. If you've never been in small town USA, um, you build a campfire even when it's August and it's 120,000 degrees out and humidity twice that. You still have to have a campfire or you're not living because there's no way you can sit down at night drinking beer and looking at nothing. You got to look at a fire. You have a campground, right? A campfire. So we have this campfire going and we're all, we've all been drinking. It's getting pretty late. Um, uh, again, time kind of compresses at my age. So this, this kid's running around, you know, he's, he's a great kid. You know, I, I love the guy and he's, you know, he's right in front of me. Now, remember, you know, I'm sitting in front of a campfire on the ground. I've been drinking all day and all night. I'm not sloppy, falling down, don't want know my name drunk, but I've had enough alcohol that I'm not going to drive home. Okay. Um, so the, you know, this boy's right in front of me and he's, you know, got a stick in the fire and he's, you know, making the, the sparks go up and we're all laughing and, you know, people are throwing stuff in the fire and he's, he's just having a great time. Well, again, this is, um, you know, rural USA. We don't have some type of official fire ring. It's not like concrete or it's not gas, you know, it's about, you know, it's 10, 12 big old rocks put in a circle and you throw trash and wood and whatever and you fire that puppy up and there is your campfire so it's really you know just like these rocks laying there that's our firing so i'm sitting there and i'm drinking this kid's got on bib overhauls you know and i don't know if you've ever seen little kids bib overhauls from behind but they have like a little nice little patch where the where the uh, suspenders cross you know and he's got the suspenders on he looks like cool he looks like a little tiny you know farmer kind of guy in bib overhauls really cool Playing in the fire, throwing stuff in the fire. You know, we're all drinking, laughing. He stands up on top of this one big rock that's right in front of me. And I mean, it was a pretty big rock. Okay. But it's not flat on top. It's all ragged and jagged and whatever. And I'm not really paying too close of attention to what's going on. And for whatever reason, all of a sudden, I see the, the, the boy falling into the fire ring face first. Somehow, and I don't know how, I, I, I've asked the parents, they don't remember how it happened, I was quick this happened. I reached out, I grabbed the kid by the, back, by the straps, by his suspenders, right where the cross, where that little patch is. I remember grabbing, that's what I was looking at. I grabbed it and I picked him up and his feet are dangling. He's laughing and having a good old time. He still has a stick and he's trying to beat the fire, but you know, my heart's racing. Everybody else is like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, if I wouldn't have been there and I wouldn't have had these, these, you know, cat-like reflexes, or if I didn't have as quick a reflexes as I had, this guy was probably, I know, would have fell, fallen in the fire. And it was not a small fire. I mean, it was a blaze. He would have been burnt severely, if not, you know, maybe left this world. So, moral of the story. Be careful. 30 seconds are going to change your life sometime in the future. Be prepared. You need to pay forward whatever has been given to you. Just pay it forward.
That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my... <laughs>